Welcome. Everything is fine. This is a good place podcast brought to you by Nerdy Things Pod Productions. We are the Nerdy Boys. I am Tim. This is Kevin and Jules. Say hello, guys. Hey, oh. Hey, oh. And I forgot how to do this. How, how to podcast. How, how to, do podcast. How do you podcast? Yeah, we normally come at you every Monday with a brand new episode. This is Everything is Fine, a Good Place podcast dedicated specifically to the hit NBC TV show, The Good Place. We do one episode of our episodes for one episode of their episodes, and we are striving to catch up for the season premiere, which is, I believe, September 27th for season three. We have fallen behind, though, because summer is hard and life is hard. That's just the oh, deal. Summer is hard and life is harder. That would yeah, have been better. Very, so, I yeah, like that. very eloquent, there it Jules. Is. Much more eloquent than I. <laughs> <laughs> so, But yeah, we're, we're going to uh, hopefully release some double episodes one week, maybe. Maybe like a Monday and then another day or two episodes at the same time, whatever. We'll, we'll catch up. We'll definitely be there for season three when it comes. And uh, we thank y'all for being there and being vocal about us not being there <laughs> for y'all. And we're very sorry. But uh, we do appreciate y'all. And we do appreciate everybody in the Facebook group which is very cool that we have the everything is fine a good place podcast facebook group where you can join and it's growing uh every day which is very cool so if you want to be in the know and discuss some stuff some of the podcast stuff uh, some of the episodes and then whenever episode or whenever season three comes out we're gonna have more discussions about that go ahead and join that right now on facebook just look up everything is fine a good place podcast it should come up like number one or whatever it's yeah it's you search everything is fine it's us that's what you're gonna find nice yeah sorry sorry for collectively ruining uh lunch breaks and commutes and (laughs) all the other things we ruined over the last few weeks but hey if you're playing catch up right now none of this really affected you so uh thanks for binging right so cool yeah Yeah. we we are everywhere uh on social media we have the facebook discussion group and we have an instagram page which will be ramping up again soon uh you find us at everything is fine podcast there but we are under the nerdy things pod network umbrella and you can find at nerdy things pod literally every social media place that has social medias as well as our website www www.nerdythingspod.com That's like 14 too many W's, just so we're clear. It's a regular website. Oh, you website. can just do nerdythingspod.com That's it's like a normal website. Just, auto-fill the appropriate amount of W's. Just do a normal nah, website. that's the 14. Now, I remember, just nah. to show everyone how old I am, I remember when I had, uh, was it was it Podigy? No. What, what was the, the email? Prodigy. Prodigy. So I when he hit, yeah. we had Prodigy and the browser they used, you had to do the www or would not get you to, to websites. Uh. And it was case sensitive. I don't know what the <laughs> hell happened. It was odd, <laughs> but Prodigy was crap and I'm glad that they're dead. When when did we add the HTTP at whatever whatever bullshit after that no that that's probably all that? before add all like, that that's always add, been that? yeah kevin what is wrong with kevin you? saying he's old <laughs> is somebody else is going to come in and say well this is how old i am i had to type in http that is exactly backslash. how you know that you are using hypertext transport protocol and not file <laughs> transport protocol or any of the other Whoa. protocols that are out there jules obviously you know nothing you just taught me a thing nothing about internet i don't at no. all Wait, I wait. know memes, guys. That's all I know. This is Unix. 
I know this system. Okay, calm down, Jurassic Park. You are not Ellie. Move on. <laughs> All right, but oh, anyways, God. yes, this is Everything is Fine, a Good Place podcast. None of that has anything to do with anything. Uh, we're going to get back into the episodes, and the way we do that is call back to the previous episode, and I almost couldn't remember what the heck that was, so I had to go back and look at my notes. And last time, Michael did a little mini Q&A with the people in the bad place. And they asked questions like, will the Jaguars win the Super Bowl and other stuff like that? So, guys, you got a torture demon in front of you that has the vast majority of the answers in the universe. What questions are you going to ask? Oh, my God. Will DC ever make another good movie after Wonder Woman? <laughs> Ooh. He'll do exactly the same thing he did to, to Jason when he asked about the Jaguars winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's going to be like, well, the rest of them are going to be DC uh, questions or Marvel yeah. questions. So let's All right. Just, just quickly, not. I saw an awesome online comic strip this past week that showed uh, on the top. There was two panels in the top panel. It was three separate whiteboards with all these strings and all these things plotted out and three guys with their hands on their chins, like planning out all the phases of Marvel. And then in the bottom panel, it was a bunch of people standing around a blender with like a Wonder Woman action figure, Batman action figure and a Superman action figure in it. And then they just pressed blend and it just spit out this brown goop. And then they shut out the lights. And that was Marvel versus DC. So <laughs> accurate. I like couldn't, it. Oh, could not be more accurate. So uh, Jules, what would you uh, so, Yeah. Kevin's would be a bunch of Marvel DC questions. Um, I, you know, I've been really into uh, wrestling lately, and I know this is going to be for nobody, and nobody probably watches it either. But I want to know when Roman Reigns is finally going to be done because I'm not a fan of him, and they just keep pushing him. Like when you have a fan base that doesn't like this guy, let's say y'all really okay. Let's say DC, they're going to keep pushing these crap movies into our faces right and it's like when are you gonna when are you gonna stop this is pretty much the same thing when are you gonna stop with this roman reigns dude i don't want him when is that gonna be done that's when i want to know that's me this week right now because nobody cares about this guy well man speaking of wrestling i don't even know where i was but wrestling was somehow on and then after wrestling <laughs> is this new reality show called the Miz and Mrs. Miz oh and my Mrs. God, no! Yeah. I'm out. I'm done. Sorry, folks. So no, we're I, in the bad I really, place. Yeah. I see it, and and the Miz has he would be a demon in the from bad place, L.A. Yeah. to Austin, and he's got this big yeah. house, and the you know, and I'm and his wife's pregnant. Who apparently she was involved in WWE. First of all, I'm, I'm yeah. sure that some of the people listening. I think know that's more. That's too many the W's Miz again. This is a common problem with you reality tv from being on real world or road rules i don't know which but then he was in all the challenges and basically this guy got on tv because he's a jerk and then he got into wrestling for those of you who didn't know he's been a professional wrestler for like 15 years who knew yeah in in uh real world he was on for like a season or whatever he did all the challenges whatever but on while he was on there he was a big fan of wrestling and then he became uh, uh on on one of the wrestling reality shows where they take a bunch of people that want to be wrestlers and try and you know 
make them something. I think he was a part of that as well. But then for a really long time, yeah, he's been a wrestling wrestler staple and he's gotten a lot of notoriety in the past couple of years. And he just got a reality but, show, which I haven't seen yet, but it's kind of ridiculous. I look yeah. on the show and I look at the Miz's house and I say, what the heck? How did this guy who just was a jerk end up being this rich because of being a jerk it is so frustrating now yeah now he's a rich jerk uh wrestling like five times a week with a kid on the way or he has a, he had the kid yeah so, so i would ask I michael know. why are humans the way they are that they love these people <laughs> and how many licks does it we take to jerks. get to the center of a tootsie pop those are the only two things Ooh, in life i really want to know you know, I tried one time, but then I got bored. I was a kid <laughs> and I just bit. I think I got to a couple hundred and then I was like, nah. And then not, your tongue fell off. It. Yeah, I got that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, so that's the call back to last week. So we always have some news items and uh, this might be a couple weeks old at this point. But again, you know, if you're binging, who cares? SDCC San Diego Comic Con was a couple of weeks ago, a week and a half ago, and the good place was super present at Comic Con. I don't know if you guys watched any of like the Instagram stories from the actors and stuff like that, or like just any of the stuff. But man, the good place, they set up like a whole mini good place that people could tour. The actors and actresses were there. They did panels, the whole deal. And this won't mean anything to Jules, but I don't think I'm really spoiling anything. They got to ask questions to the all-powerful burrito. Or is Ooh. it the almighty burrito? I forget which. No idea what that is nope. or who that You'll is. You'll find but. out. But uh, but yeah, there. I mean, even before San Diego Comic-Con, I really loved what they're doing on social media. They're doing they're doing something right with how they interact with their fans, how they interact with people that like the show that not a lot of TV shows are doing. If at all, they're doing like uh, certain things on Instagram. They're going into Instagram stories. Mm -hmm. You don't see a whole lot of people like diving that deep, probably Snapchat. They do the Twitter. They had a lot of stuff on Twitter, which I saw there was like tag uh, hashtag SCCC or hashtag the good place or whatever, if you're here and all this stuff. So they're like, they've always been really good with social media and they just ramped it up for San Diego comic-con. And I'm like, yeah, that's how a uh, fantastic TV show should do it. And that's how you get your fans involved, which is really cool. And it's cool because they have the right people involved, not just from that production standpoint, but the right actors or actresses, I should say, because Kristen Bell is super interactive on Instagram and uh, Jamila is super interactive, obviously running the uh, um, I Weigh you know, account and that whole movement to promote, yeah. you know, women's uh, vision of themselves and stuff. And I love some of the stuff that she was doing at Comic-Con. Like she was on the red carpet with, uh, what's his name? A guy who plays Jason. I can't think of his name right now. Manny. Jason. So they're on the red carpet and she's holding out her arms and Manny's actually like fl flubbing. I don't know how to say this, flubbing the arm flub on her arm like you know like <laughs> you have the little hanging arm flub he's like whacking yeah. it back and forth and she's just like just wanting to show people hey look i'm supposedly a gorgeous woman but look at this arm flub everybody's got it man mm -hmm. and I, I just like they're just so open with themselves and it makes this show so much more fun i think and it makes our little thing here where we get to talk about them so much more fun at the same time because they're so accessible everybody and darcy carden too if you don't follow oh, she's her on fantastic. Instagram, she is sharing her life 
all the time on Instagram, like so transparent with everything that's going on in your life. It's awesome. Instagram's an app, right? Oh, shut up, Kevin. Oh, okay. God. Cool. Here we go. Kevin has the Instagrams. He just never uses them. So. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, so that's the news for the week. Go go in and Google and check out some of the stuff that happened at San Diego Comic-Con with our friends at The Good Place. But if they were really smart, they would have featured some of the best of the best segment in the history of podcasting. We should have been there. Our presence should have been felt. Out of context, quotes of the week should have been involved, but it isn't yet. Wait for next year. We'll make it. Don't worry. It, yeah. Everything is fine. Podcast paneling with uh, the good place people. Yeah. Boom. It's coming. It's happening. All right. But that <laughs> brings year. us to the most anticipated <laughs> time of every universe. week in your schedule, whether you're at lunch or on your commute. Out of context, quotes of the week. Jules, kick it off. I had a lot, and I'll only say half because I want to leave y'all some. But <laughs> this was a really, this was a good episode. I really liked it. Nope, this is school, and that's your after-school job. If I can bartend at eleven, you can do this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I gotta say it in the voice. Mama thirsty for that peen grease. <laughs> I would say I outdid myself, but I'm always this good, so I'll just say I did myself. <laughs> and uh, one more. He is a Jenga tower of sadness. <laughs> I had both of those last Yeah, And those are mine. Good ones. Oh, boy. So uh, I had... That really tugs my nuggets. <laughs> Ooh. Didn't hear that one. <laughs> uh, and then I'm going to be the Velociraptor. Do you mean valedictorian? <laughs> And uh, uh, one more, I had. Oh, I thought about that one. I didn't know how I, to vocalize I, you know it without. I spelled it, and it starts with a big O, and then they just get smaller and smaller and smaller, and then with a tiny, tiny H. I see. Yeah. Uh, you went and ended with an H. I like that. Good yeah. move could move had to all right i got a few a millennial is someone who's been torturing people for only a thousand years (laughs) jeez okay let me get my mind straight oh oh i'm a human my breathing tube is next to my eating tube and my arms they end with these little sticks that was really 100 accurate (laughs) go ahead and cry but you have to pay for that toilet plunger Oh, God. <laughs> and that has been this week's Out of Context Quotes of the Week. Hooray. All right. And that gets us to the actual discussion itself, which is always led by Kevin and his world-famous synopsis of this episode. Fantastic. All right. So this episode starts with fake Eleanor and her crew setting up a torture for Tahani, where she asks Tahani to set up a party for Gunner while they set up the real party for Gunner. But Tahani decides she's going to outsmart them and set up the best party ever, which, of course, she fails at because they're demons that have everything at their disposal and just ride on unicorns and build an actual bear. Uh, Meanwhile, the rest of the crew gives Michael an existential crisis that then matures into a midlife crisis and then, of course, almost gets everyone in trouble. And it ends with uh, Tahani and Jason boning. The end. Hooray! They did it. (laughs) 
All right. Yeah. So we pick up this episode with uh, Vicky and her cohorts bragging to Michael about how successful their version of the torture has been. Little do they know Michael's making this all happen. But uh, just just kind of bragging on Michael saying, hey, look what we did. And he's not very happy about that. That I mean, he's sitting there playing the role. But in the back of his mind, he's like, oh, this really what is it? Tugs my nuggets. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, so that uh, that's how we open up, and then Michael and uh, Chidi and Eleanor are paired together, and they're going through ethics lessons. And Michael just thinks ethics is completely stupid. He just really tells Chidi how stupid the whole thing is, and that it's dumb and pointless. And it makes sense, yeah, where Chidi finally understands that, well, he doesn't have a concept of dying or of anything ending and i was like oh yeah that doesn't make i would think ethics is stupid too if i never you know existed really and if i don't know what it means to not exist well he's he's from his time scale he's still in his infancy i mean really if you think about it to a child you've been here forever you'll be here forever he's not really seen anybody retire or or die so yeah you know mind-blowing eye-opening Mind opening, eye blowing. I don't know how it works. Mouth eye blowing is what I would mouth go with. blowing. Yeah. But yeah, later in the episode, he <laughs> it, like they ask him, you know, how old are you? And he says, "It's hard to explain. My birth certificate just says always." <laughs> so <laughs> time doesn't have a concept to him, and that's what Chidi figures out. Chidi's like the reason why he doesn't get this is because he doesn't have this finite concept of life and death and impact of actions. So he seeks out to explain that to Michael and gets Michael to realize that people die, things die, imagine retirement, and it sends Michael spiraling, absolutely spiraling. He does not know what to do with himself after he gets one glimpse of the fact that his existence could end. And that results in him with the big O's (laughs) and then little O's and then one small H at the end. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> and he's just over there just crippled just doesn't know what to say and, and i love Cheaty's like well we had to do this because he has to see and eleanor says well what's going to happen he goes well he's either going to be a gooey uh shell of his former self or he'll no he'll figure it out he'll get through it or it's just going to be a gooey shell of his former self and we're all doomed well good job Cheaty, banking on that like just make this big <laughs> bet and don't tell anybody what you're going to do or what the ramifications are. I, I'd be a little pissed if I was Eleanor. You didn't confer with me first before we went down this path and didn't discuss what might go on when you tell this all-powerful being that there's an end to his existence at some point, potentially. My favorite line that Chidi says, he says something like, this is how I used to be all the time, or this is like what I would think about all the time as a kid or something. Yeah. It's like, what? <laughs> Jeez, you would, Chidi. God. So we, we kind of learn in this episode how some of our characters found out about death or learned and thought about death. And, and Eleanor found out about death really as a youngster when her dog passed away. And her mom tries to explain to her that oh her dog has gone over some bridge to rainbow land or something like that but in typical (laughs) Eleanor's mom's fashion goes no I'm lying the dog's dead because cars get hotter than I thought they did all while drinking wine out of a straw with the straw that straw I love that straw the straw never goes away (laughs) that was like the longest scene 
with her mom in it so far. And I'm like, wow, this is a lot of her mom. And I feel that like, I feel like it just kept going. I don't know why it was just like elongated scene of her being shitty. A shitty well, she's parent. just a shitty parent. <laughs> and then, yeah. And it's just like, wow. Okay. Just explain everything. I got the whole thing. You went to work. You forgot the dog in your car. <laughs> and now you had to use the duffel bag that you love. And now it's underneath And he went over the somewhere. rainbow bridge and there's there's rainbows. I already said rainbows. Damn it. Yeah, it's rainbows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to use my fairy duffel bag for something that was disgusting. Okay, and let's just leave it at that. And then oh, that boy. bitch Barb from work just really was on her ass the whole time and she's sharing all of these things that an eight-year-old child should have no business burdening being burdened with and not only that her next job is to go and grab some white for mom and she has a choice and she says no pick whatever no 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 i mama needs that pinot gris it's just yeah the worst we're definitely slowly but surely coming to realize why Eleanor is the way that Eleanor is. Oh, yeah. I don't question that. Yeah. No. No. It's just really bad, man. <laughs> yeah. So, Chidi, uh, we go back and Chidi's trying to reason with Michael. And he he's trying to say, listen, I know you feel like life has no meaning now because it all is just going to end. But... Everything you do has a purpose. And look at Earth. We all found out that not only was every action, you know, having consequences, but there was a literal point system built around what we did. So this was just so meaningful, all of what happens on Earth. And he thinks he's so proud of himself because he thinks he's come up with the ultimate argument to make Michael see that life has meaning. But he does exactly the opposite because Michael then explains to him that in the afterlife, the opposite is true. There is no point system. There is no meaning behind what they do. They are given to people to torture and they torture them and they do their jobs and their only thing is their jobs and there is nothing else. Yeah, he tries and it kind of worked and then he's like, well, yeah, but I'm here. And this doesn't mean anything at all. Everything is not that. <laughs> it's like, oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So Chidi, the great philosopher, is not helping the situation get any better. But in the meantime, while this struggle's going on, we we go back to Tahani, who's been informed by, you know, Michael that, that the torture is going to be for her to throw a party for Gunner while they throw a party for Gunner, and that she should just throw a medium party so it really isn't all that bad of torture. But Tahani, being Tahani, goes, no, no, I will throw the best party that I can possibly throw. Janet, get me everything for the party from 2008 that was super special. No, wait, this party from 2007. That was even special er and she has just decided that she's going to throw the best party that she can possibly throw and it gets all set up and it's amazing but no one shows up of course but she's waiting she's waiting because they're coming don't worry they're coming they're, they're not coming oh god no uh yeah i mean even though she knows that this is what's supposed to happen and it's supposed to get under her skin like it still does <laughs> and that's just Tahani being her I guess I mean like, I love her but she a dummy <laughs> but well at this point yeah. at this point she's still convinced that she's thrown the party of all parties so then Eleanor and Chidi bring Michael to try and cheer him up and they're like well let's go to the other party so we can bring him back to this party but then they get to the other party and the other party has birthday fireworks and giraffes and great musics and ice sculptures 
and a flying station and a ball pit of puppies and going into a kangaroo's pouch. I mean, that's I mean, I know cool. she that's doesn't. The thing like, that Jason's wanted to do his whole life, apparently, the one thing that he's always wanted to do. I mean, to be fair, that's the one thing we've all wanted to do, whether we know it or will <laughs> admit it or not. Uh, but additionally, whether she knows it or not, this is at least the second time Eleanor has not been allowed to use the flying station. And my heart kind of breaks for her for that. <laughs> that because poor that woman is the thing that really everybody wants to do. Don't get me wrong. Kangaroo pouch thing. Really cool. But we've talked about this before. Flying is the thing. I love that they even had like feathers on the flying suit this time. It was an animal theme party and they really right. nailed it. They knocked that thing out of the park. I don't have Not a single complaint Not only did you jump up and the fly, but you literally became a falcon. Right? It was amazing. I want to do that. <laughs> That's super cool. Yeah. Everything about this party was as good as everything could be. And there was even like unicorns that you could ride. And Tahani is now really distraught because she thought she was going to outdo this party in her heart of hearts. She truly believed that she was going to show them and she did not. She was thinking two-dimensionally yes. or, like, it's so much inside how Earth is structured. Like, okay, it might have been a good party. Okay, on Earth, sure. But she had to look look at all the other stuff. I mean, you got to bring... J if Jason was helping her plan this party, he could have got some crazy ideas. Yeah, I mean, he had some ideas. When he was asking Janet, he was asking for, like, boats and I don't forget what else, but it was all kinds of crazy Jason <laughs> stuff, which probably would have been amazing. Implement. Jason is the there smartest one here. But honest to God, like, Tahani's over there playing tic-tac-toe. Meanwhile, we're playing 3D chess without her. So, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> she just missed out. She yep. missed that boat that Jason asked for. Yes. She, <laughs> yes, he absolutely missed the Jaguar's speedboat. Uh, but meanwhile, oh God. they're supposed to be taking turns babysitting Michael to make sure he doesn't fall into a puddle of goo in front of uh, the other demons, but they lose track of him. So they panic, but that doesn't last long because Michael pulls up in a Ferrari because he has gone from an existential crisis to a midlife crisis real fast and basically just turns into Sam Malone. <laughs> this... Is my favorite Michael so, <laughs> so far. far. Oh, man. The hair, the white suit, no bow tie, killing Dude, it. Dude, he's, it's like Don Johnson. Yep. The the cool Don Johnson has come back to life. He's got the white suit. He's got the cool hair. He's got the diamond earring. He's wearing the Dracar Noir. Way too much of it. Oh, he mentioned I could that. smell it. Into yeah. a bimbo. Jeanette. I mean... Yeah, Jeanette, sorry, into a bimbo. I mean, he's got he's got it going on if it's 1989. He's got it going on, okay? Oh, no, it's still me, Janet. I didn't, I didn't know that was her. Like, I was just like, oh, he's got somebody. It's like, oh, come out. I'm like, That's Whoa, so funny. I had the same thought the last time, like the first time I watched this show. I, I could not reconcile that that was the same actress until she spoke. I was like, what? Yeah, until I saw her face, like, up close. I was like, wow, okay. Damn, cool. girl. Nice. Yeah, you don't see <laughs> Janet outside of the vest very often, but when nope. you do, it's like, whoa, okay, there we go. But, um, yeah, I mean, Michael just goes into complete midlife crisis mode. And we go to a flashback from there where, uh, again, we're, we're learning more about death. And we go to Eleanor's dad's funeral. And her mom shows up there. And she's still drinking wine out of a straw. Oh, boy. I thought that was her sister. That's the same. Oh, right, right, right. It was, yeah. Damn it, that's not going to work. funeral. 
<laughs> Thanks for ruining it. And I love how Eleanor's mom literally hasn't changed since Eleanor was eight. But her dad's she's like an worst. old hippie man. I don't know what happened there. Yeah, she's just horrible. That she's sucks. the best. I really, I, I feel love bad. Her. I can't. How how are you gonna? Uh, you try and you try and say that you're Eleanor's sister, and then you slip her boyfriend your hotel room key. Come on, now. and this is Eleanor's Gee, good boyfriend. Little... This is the guy who wants to like boycott the coffee shop because of the pervy guy. I mean, oh yeah, this is yeah. the good guy. boyfriend. Okay. <laughs> He's so... a good guy. I mean, I can imagine that working with some of the other dudes she has brought home. He is the one that's immune to it. Yeah, Eleanor guessed what she did, which makes me think this is not the first time that's happened. Not only that, but I bet it's it's a tool in uh, Eleanor's belt. I bet that is something <laughs> she would do oh, for to sure. a friend or something like that. Passed down by learned mm-hmm. behavior or genetics? Which one? Who yes. knows? Yeah. Nature versus nurture. It's both. <laughs> Spoiler alert. So yeah, so that that was kind of a disaster. But we get back to the to the good place, bad place, whatever. And Vicky gets up in front of everybody and explains that Tahani threw a wonderful party too. So we should all go there. And Tahani goes, "No, you probably shouldn't because there's actual unicorns that you can ride here, and I don't have those things." With the rainbows for the feet, every time their feet hit the ground, a little rainbow <laughs> comes out. Yeah, was all I could cool. think was that every time he walked, there was a dead dog crossing that rainbow. Oh gosh! Oh no! I have to say, I just want to be in that. I'd be in that pouch. In I'd just be chilling pouch. in that pouch, just cozy mm-hmm. AF in that pouch. <laughs> but I'll say, unicorns are depicted in many fantasies, books, movies, so on and so forth. Definitely one of the coolest looking unicorns I've ever seen. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, it was like a luminous. The horn was like glowing, different color. The yeah, the hoofs. Hell they yeah. nailed it. They nailed the. Give unicorn. me that unicorn. Yep. So yeah, mm-hmm. Michael. Michael gets up there and he is just being awesome, explaining about his Dracar Noir and just riffing on how wonderful life is. And then Vicky's a little suspicious. She's like, "Hey, we didn't run this by each other." And it's actually probably the best thing he could do. He's just like, "No, I'm good now." I was all upset about you being in charge, but now I am so glad, and this is wonderful, and yeah, Chica, and it probably actually <laughs> helped the whole thing go over, because now she thinks, all right, cool, I, I guess I don't have any resistance anymore. But yeah, Michael keeps still throwing in these like phrases from different languages. <laughs> it's like, okay, cool. <laughs> but yeah, we, we keep talking about or we kept talking about in the past episodes, like this is his breaking point. This is breaking point. This is where he finally goes over the edge with his existential midlife, whatever he's having. And it's kind of great. And I'm loving it. It's great. I, he's he finally reached that point, <laughs> And then he's just like, all right, I'm cool, man. I'm cool. Let's just drive around. I got a piercing, you know, kind of hurt, but you know, whatever. I truly wish he could stay like this because, yeah, this is, at least so far, definitely the best version of Michael. No question about it. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, so uh, Tani wants to leave the party and Jason's like, why do you want to leave this party? They've got hungry, hungry hippos, but with actual hungry, hungry hippos. And he doesn't understand why this statement upsets Tahani until he does figure out why this upsets Tahani. And then he feels really bad because... She's so cool, and he realizes how jealous she is of this whole situation. <sighs> yeah, <laughs> I love. Okay, yeah, I love his him just chilling there with the. Was he had a monkey? 
Is that a monkey there? Yeah, there's just a monkey chilling. here, and there's hungry hippos, and he's just having the best time. Yeah. Of oh, life. he is. All he's the a rest child. Of this stuff that they're dealing with, he is clueless on. There, he's just loving, loving life. But Eleanor is uh, tra- talking with Chidi, and they're trying to figure out what the heck to do with Michael. He's on this pivotal point because he can stay this way, and that would be kind of okay for a while, but. If he gets past this midlife crisis, he could just crumble back into goo. And anytime that happens, you run the risk of one of the other demons seeing it and it it just blows up the whole thing. So Eleanor's like, I don't understand why he can't just get past death. He gets this little taste of death for like one second and he can't get past it. I was in life. I got past death. I had no problems. And Chidi says, really? (laughs) And then we flash back to Eleanor going on a trip to Bed Bath & Beyond and losing her ever-loving crap out of because of toothbrushes. Oh, my God. Oh, that was so good. <laughs> they can hold their little toothbrush hands. <laughs> four toothbrushes? Why would anybody need four toothbrushes? Oh, family. And then she realizes she never had it. What are they, Bill Gates? Uh, the, <laughs> <laughs> the long camera shots of her and then it just moving to the guy in the back he's like uh-huh uh yeah for the for the kids and he's like oh and she is so upset and it's funny i'm watching this and my wife says you know knowing Kristen bell i bet you that she was actually bawling like that she was thinking about sloths or something and then when they cut that scene they probably had to like take 10 minutes and let her recompose herself because right. that seemed very real so just right into the uh plunger there why did she go for the plunger again i saw her go for the plunger and then i was like okay that's kind of weird and then at the end she just goes right into it again i'm like oh if you've never done that if you've never cried into a plunger you haven't lived you should try it you know i like the smell I like the smell of a plunger, a fresh plunger. Okay, okay. I was going to say a fresh I don't plunger. Know. Nope. <laughs> you're out of the group. We're, so, we, we voted. Okay, okay. so for... And I was the only vote, you, but you're out. For jazz, <laughs> for jazz trombone and for jazz trumpet, sometimes you need a plunger. Yeah, so I, I would have to go shop for a plunger and I would take off the stick and just use it. So I like the smell of a now fresh plunger. Now I'm just plunger. picturing a bunch of just plunger sticks laying around Jules's place, just... <laughs> They're exactly. everywhere. I don't Have know you what ever to seen do my with floor? them. They're no. just everywhere. <laughs> this is so much. That's my jazz. Jules this is how you a play <laughs> jazz and b do Charlie Brown's parents or any adult in the Charlie Brown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's the sound you go I for. Know. Yeah, and then just sticks. You've never seen my floor, so you don't know. <laughs> Plunger sticks. That's why I don't show you. One day we're going to show you and do a whole documentary on Jules's collection of plunger sticks. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, so Eleanor's crying into a plunger and uh yeah. She explains to Michael that he's learning what it's like to be a human. That humans become aware of death at a very young age and they're always just a little sad. And that's a really depressing outlook on life, but it's kind of yeah. true. I oh, don't yeah. know. I'm not a very sad person. I tend to have a glass half full outlook. Um, But I guess kind of, yeah, like there's always a little bit of sadness about the tribulations of life, I guess. Right. Yeah, man. I don't know. All I got to say is if my glass is half full, it's time for a refill. That's (laughs) give me another two, please (laughs) over here. (laughs) No, I guess. I don't know. I don't, I don't even remember. It was probably like around 
the same like that. Like I never really understood it, I guess. I don't even remember when I figured it out. It was just like, oh, okay, that's not good. That's not a good thing I want. So let's not, let's not think about it or let's not Wait, do death it. Is Why is, <laughs> yeah, death is real. Yeah. <laughs> I just love that we always have these moments where Michael, the all-knowing being, is getting wisdom from Eleanor, the Arizona churro dog lover. Velo- you know what I mean? Velociraptor. Oh, man. Yeah, the Velociraptor of the class. But she imparts like real wisdom. This is very profound, the way that she explains this to him. But we then cut to Tahani, who's super upset. And not upset. This is a good moment for Tahani because she's not upset that she got beat in the party throwing contest. But she's upset that that's how they feel is the best way to torture her. And it works. Yep. So it makes her question how shallow a being is she. And she should. <laughs> she should oh, question yeah. that. Yeah. Because it did work. That's definitely yeah. a conversation we should have at length. <laughs> <laughs> but then, of course, Jason comes in and offers his Jason kind of wisdom where he explains how they graded the dancers who wanted to try out for his 60-person oh. dance crew. And that we've infamously heard about. I want to see these 60 people dance at some point, please. It's the craziest grading system ever. I love it. You know what? I have actually played some RPGs that are, are a little bit more confusing than his grading system. So I'm behind this. So on Nerdy Things podcast, can we rate movies like that? From yes, on? Not. I think from one to I think we did. I think last year we down. did. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> we kind <Yeah>. of did. <laughs> That's true. We get, but eight's the best. We, the we, best. Get, we gave Always. Thor Ragnarok a thirteen and a half, but it wasn't the best movie Star Wars was. <laughs> thirteen yes, and a half was. out of ten. Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, for those who don't listen to our other best, podcast, yeah. a you should be. You know, you don't know what we're talking about, but you should. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't God. worry, we got it together this year. We we figured out the whole thing. It works much better. But yeah, got a new system. So Jason, they great dancers on dancing ability and dopeness. And freshness. Oh, yeah. And smart-brained. Smart-brained. <laughs> oh, and you're like an eight in all of those. Eight's pretty good. No, eight's the best. It goes up to 13, but eight's the highest. <sighs> I don't know, man. But in okay, the end... I'm a, I'm a- in the end, I'm a millennial. I'm the one that knows the most about like memes and stuff. I don't know the difference between dopeness and freshness. Whoa! I was thinking about that all day. I was like, "What? Can you be eight in dopeness and then like a one in freshness?" So let, I'll explain it to you. So when when something is oh, dope, oh right? Boy. Here we go. It's, it's a little more funky. But when something is fresh, mm. right? It's a little more uh, like jazz street. I, I hope that clears it up for you. Oh, thanks. Can, can, sure. My only question: Can you still be straight dope? Uh, is that, is that, can you still hmm. be that? Gay, I think that's an eight. I mean, really, that's an eight. I don't think they differentiate. I don't think there's a different scale. So, like, yo, that was straight. Like, if dope, you're straight dope, you're on automatic eight. Like, they just you did that's the equivalent to saying you're an eight, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, that, what about fresh to death? Oh, oh geez. Okay, whatever. Um, yeah, it's hard. Oh, there's an episode coming out about that. All that. <laughs> Everything is fine. Bonus episode. Fresh, dope, yeah. smart brain. But 
Anyways, <laughs> in the end, this cheers to Honey Up somehow, and they cheers to both being eights, which is the best that you can be. So that's really cool. Um, and <laughs> we're kind of recapping with the episode as we do, and Chidi is reading Michael's torture report because uh, apparently Michael's back on track, and he calls in the report. He calls. Um, Eleanor selfish, but he confesses when she gets upset, he confesses that he fudged that a little bit because he's got to keep up appearances. And then actually he's very grateful for Eleanor's words of wisdom, getting him back on track. And Eleanor is cool with that, but then realizes where the heck is Jason and Tahani because they're late. Cut to they got it on. They did the whole thing. The whole thing. Oh, Wow, how did that happen? So, okay, this is the fresh this is the fresh world, right? This is how long from being in the good place are they? They're what, 2 weeks in right now? 1 week, like 2 weeks. Two, like a couple weeks yeah. only. Yeah. Okay. That didn't take very so, long. So, I no, I don't I wonder how many times that's happened. Probably never. Well, no, probably not no. before. Cuz nah. I think they would have re- referenced that. Maybe. But let's think yeah, about this sure. situation a little bit. I'm going to phrase this both ways because I want to be politically correct, but also it's it's true. How many times do you see a guy consoling a woman or a woman consoling a guy and it ends up in the th- in the whole thing, right? Like this is a thing. Like you're at a I've low a point times. of vulnerability. <laughs> like you see some girl at a bar and she's crying into her drink and a that- guy comes over and makes her feel better about herself and then all of a sudden boom they're back at her place and they're doing the thing or vice versa totally can happen both ways i'm a guy so that's the way that i speak about it but you know what i mean like this is a thing like this happens and yeah and definitely a trope in tvs and movies and stuff like that's a thing to happen but i never thought that would happen here right (laughs) that jason and tahani yeah but this is also the trope where you wake up the next morning and jason just thinks this is really fresh and tahani's going what the fork did i just do yeah hey you hungry because i know how to make cereal Oh boy, that's that's a Jules line. God damn! I was like, wow. Jules right. unconsciously is that has not used me? That. Like that's they stole that from that him. Was, that's in my repertoire of things to say. Yes, definitely. <laughs> There's two things I know how to cook. I'm a very good cook. I know how to make cereal and coffee. Right? That's that's like Jules's. That's a Jules Yo. thing, right? Yeah. So yeah, that's so. Every episode they do it, they twist something on their head, and in this time it is Jason and Tahani doing the deal. <sighs> Fremulon. So this right? Oh, Fremulon's gone because we're watching on the NBC app. I kind of missed that. Guys, oh, but... that brings me to another thing. I am now paying for PlayStation View. So I am a card carrying member of actually paying for content. You were you were kind of explaining that in the group. I don't know what that means but good PlayStation for you PlayStation, view, PlayStation view is in a cord cutters cable service it's like hulu oh, okay. you know extra plus or whatever they call it or sling tv or youtube tv which is apparently a thing now i pay a certain amount per month and i get cable channels but on an app on my a smart tv or on my phone or on a playstation and so it's cheaper than cable so there you go Perfect. 
Love it. Huh. I've also, cool. I've, yeah. I've ditched yeah. um, uh, MoviePass and I've gone with the AMC, whatever the hell it's called, because MoviePass is the <laughs> you, terrible. You're done with MoviePass? I'm pass? done with it. And also they're, they're done we... with me because when you quit, they say you cannot come back for nine months. So they are done with me. And, wow. and that story is, that, that was actually the I deal I saw the breaker. rise and fall. Kevin was just exploring how to quit. Yep. But when he was going through the process and they told him, if you quit, you can't come back for nine months, that just made him want to quit more. Yeah. Like, all right. Well, I did I'm the Peter Quill in Infinity ya. War through the portal. Double double middle fingers yeah. and just backflipped out of there. <laughs> <laughs> this thing hasn't even been out for nine months. And they're nope. like, mm. no, we don't watch it. Oh, yeah. boy. No, yes. sorry, MoviePass. I saw the rise and Good fall luck. of MoviePass. <laughs> Listen, I still got it, but we'll see. You can how still long buy MoviePass merch, though. I'm still gonna get no, some MoviePass merch. No, I'm not. Speak, speaking of merch, uh, but anyways, we have merch. <laughs> we have everything is fine merch. Hey. If you like the podcast, if you're fans, if you stuck with us, we see you. People have bought it. Hopefully, you got it. Send us pictures of uh, if you bought it, if you bought our stuff. But we have some uh, designs, and if you want some new ones, just let us know on the group on the group message. Be like, hey, Jules, make some forking new designs or something. I'll be like, okay, cool. Well you want it but uh we have three designs and they're super cool one is the uh logo of the actual itunes podcast thing it says everything is fine good place podcast with uh, eleanor facing the wall um another one just says welcome everything's fine i think or it just says everything is fine and then the other one is i'm a medium person and if you want to get that go to nerdythingspod.com click the merch tab and you can get that as well as other nerdy things podcast merch there as well yeah, so uh, but, thanks, guys. Thanks for joining us this week. Thanks for joining us on yeah. this journey going through NBC's hit TV show, The Good Place. This is Everything is Fine, a Good Place podcast. We will continue to release episodes going forward every Monday. Look for those double episodes dropping on you soon so we can catch up to the season three premiere on September 27th. You can join in the discussion on the Facebook discussion group. Go to Facebook, search Everything is Fine. You can find us there. You can find us at Everything is Fine podcast on instagram or at nerdy things pod everywhere and nerdythingspod.com because we are part of the nerdy things podcast network so on behalf of kevin and jules thank you so much and have a great rest of your day bye bye <laughs> <laughs> oh well done